Hey, folks, you know that the lifeblood of any real estate investing business is lead generation. You need to be finding lots of great real estate investing opportunities, deals. So you've got deal flow. You've got to have, you know, ideally a lot of off-market deals coming across your table. And you need to have investor flow. And our special guests today have got the lead flow thing really, really dialed in, not just how to find motivated sellers and get them reaching out to you and and interested in selling their properties, but also what to do to actually close on those leads. So zooming in today via Brazil, they're usually based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, but they're living in Brazil these days. We've got a real estate power couple, Jay and Paula Algren. You guys, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay, guys. Before we nerd right out on marketing and lead generation and all that fun stuff that I can't wait to unwrap, tell me briefly your real estate investing story. What got you guys started with this? When did you start? What kind of deals were you doing? How did you discover this aptitude for generating an amazing amount of motivated seller leads? Well, that's a great story because we've been in real estate ourselves for about, I've been in for about 29 years. Paula has been an underwriter. Did you, did you start where you're like five years old or something, Matt? 29 <laughs> years. You, you look you look 25. I don't know how that gets. <laughs> well, that, that's great. That's great because I just turned 49. So I'm, <laughs> I, I'm getting up there. there. My kids think I'm older than dirt, but of course they do. (laughs) Real estate, I did. I started out, I started out when I was like 22, somewhere in there, 20, 22, 24. Doing what? What What were you doing back in the day, Jay? So I was doing loans, doing mortgages, and got into real estate and started watching other people out there investing, helping other people. And I decided instead of making my $3,000 to do a loan, I wanted to go out and make $30,000 flipping a house. Got it. So you got into flipping initially. Yeah. And Paula was an underwriter and a underwriter processor for financial institutions. She's been doing that about 19 years. And then, so she started using her powers of evil working for banks and now she uses them <laughs> to protect us and make sure we're getting good deals oh thank you for coming over to the light side paula <laughs> i tell you what that is it's much more fun here yeah we <laughs> imagine i'm glad to hear that that's right we don't All like right. banks well that's much. quite a trajectory that's 29 years that's a long time in the game that's for sure so when did you or how did you really kind of discover this superpower of generating seller leads and and just kind of filling your funnel with property prospects. Yeah. Okay. So that was a journey that would took probably five to seven years to really build that solid. We got in, Paula came and she said, Hey, listen, I want to do flip this house. You know, I want to like we see on HGTV. And so we went to this little seminar thing. We paid them about 3000 bucks and they gave us a free lunch or whatever. And, and they, taught us how to flip homes and they gave us all these great ideas. A lot of vocabulary. Yeah. They taught us a bunch of stuff, but it didn't work. So what we did was we went and got, we found some mentors Mm -hmm. that were doing a hundred deals a year, each of them. And one of them was doing a hundred wholesales a year. And then one of them was doing a hundred flips a year. And we just got in and that's where they started saying, Hey, listen, don't listen to anything you learned in those little seminars. Here's how we're doing this. And so we started getting some traction by following what they were saying. 
And Wait, we what was on- without diving too much into details? What was mm-hmm. the biggest difference? What were the biggest differences between the gurus that were charging it to learn and these guys that were actually doing it? The biggest difference was there's different types of marketing that work. The the thing that they were teaching in the seminars were something that worked 30 years ago. Got it. How to do bandit and signs people, and and mm-hmm. very basic yeah. stuff, I would imagine. Yeah, they said go out and do all this, and, and it was great information, but it didn't work for us. And when I called to ask, "Hey, what's going on?" they said, "Read chapter 37 of Rich Dad Poor Dad," and that has no solutions for me. So, God, my mentors right. were in the trenches. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think right? that was the biggest thing that helped us is because they were showing us exactly what they were doing, so we yeah. could copy and do the same thing. And if we did it wrong, they were there. One of our mentors was an old lady, and she would just she kind of like slap me on the wrist and say, hey, Jay, cut it out. You're being stupid. Don't do it that way. <laughs> hey, dummy, don't, <laughs> follow <right>. the rules. <laughs> don't yeah, try to get fancy. So, okay, so the, the other guys were, were teaching you out-of-date stuff that didn't work anymore. Probably same kind of stuff I learned back in the day, which kind of works, but not as well. Mm-hmm. So what was the old lady doing differently? Like, give us an idea of what did those guys recommend and what did she recommend that actually worked for you? Just to get an so idea. So she started she started us out with mailers, like little yellow yeah. postcards, very simple, very plain. I want to buy um, your house type stuff. Yeah, cash, yeah. but yeah. it was more of a personal thing instead of and she taught us don't do anything rich, ritzy and glamorous because they want to see a mom and pa shop. They don't want to feel like a big corporation is going to come in and steal their equity. They want to feel like they're working for our <laughs> stuff was always, you know, hey. My wife and I were looking to build our retirement. We we're looking for a place in your area. Your property mm-hmm. seems to match us. We'd really like to talk to you and buy your home. We'll give you top dollar for it. They tend to trust us more when it's my wife and I mm-hmm. instead of, ah. hey, look, we got a big corporation, right? Right, right. That was one gold nugget that she gave us. And then yeah. it was consistency because mm-hmm. I was sending out about 12000 a month mm-hmm. and and I wasn't getting anything. I didn't get anything for several months, but we would go and she's, okay, you sent out 1500 this month. Great. Send out 3000 this month. Now next month, we're going to send out 4,500, 6,000, whatever it is. We kept going and we kept getting consistent. Mm-hmm. And then when even they though you we weren't seeing any results initially, it was, yeah. you, you had to trust in the process. There, there was a, a lot of learning in there too. I mean, yeah. we were learning how to speak to people that would contact us. That okay. way we were building up how we would communicate with. So you were seeing signs well. of life in, in the yeah. meanwhile. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. good. Well, and yeah. the biggest slap on the hand when those postcards that returned, we found <laughs> uh, out you don't throw those away. Those are, those are your gold, right? You, you find a way to skip trace those and talk to those people. And that was something we'd never heard from anyone ever before. Oh, I got chastised big time on that one. Because <laughs> it kind of makes sense. You get all this return mail. Well, the addresses are no good. The people aren't there. Toss it away. Most people would think that way. Yeah. But no, that's where the real gold is. So maybe explain that for folks that are going, I don't yeah, <laughs> make sense to throw it away. Well, and, and it was it was a huge lesson because I was getting all these and I'm like, oh, well, these are garbage. I I was throwing away hundreds of them. Hundreds of these things that's thrown away. And she's like, okay, so where are the return postcards at, Jay? Let's go. And I'm like, "Uh, I threw them away. I got lectured so bad. Like I was a little child. It was, I was right back to that place in in elementary school. (laughs) She did. She explained to me, she says, okay, listen, here, we're going to go in now. We're going to take those hundreds of postcards 
and we're going to skip trace those and we're going to find their and, you know, and these people, are people and you're, you're, saying, you're saying what does skip tracing mean what does that mean yeah. right so <laughs> yeah. what what how did she explain it to you what did define what skip tracing is well okay so skip tracing and this is where paula comes in because we actually at one point we hired a private investigator to teach us how to skip trace wow. skip tracing is basically finding people that don't want to be found mm. so as we go in and these are people that are in trouble with they're behind on their mortgage they're going into foreclosure they've got they've already lost their house because they're not yeah, at the address yeah mm-hmm. so these are people that are hard to find but they're in a really rough spot which is it's a motivated seller right this right. is the exact person we want to talk to so now instead of sending them just a mailer what we're doing is we skip trace them we find their address or their phone number mm-hmm. and i'm actually now making a special call directly to uh, that person. So this comes in. This so is much pretend, more pretend I'm that guy just for fun. I'm that guy that's trying not to be found. I'm in some crap and whatever's going on with my property. Paula does an amazing private detective job. Skip traces me, finds my contact information, hands it over to Jay. Jay's giving me a call. What does what yeah. that conversation kind of go like, Jay? That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave DeBow, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect, capture, and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's bookachatwithdave.com. Yeah. Hey, so Dave, hey, I've been trying to find you because we had a property that we were looking at here on 123 Main Street. That's your property, right? Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great. (laughs) What do you want to do with it? Well, we're we're looking to buy it. My wife and I we're we're looking for several homes that we can rent out and build our retirement for our kids and take care of things. And your property is in right in our area that we're looking for, and it seems to be just the exact property that we're looking for. Would you be interested in selling that to us? Is that something that we could we could talk to you about? And maybe help you out with that property? Yeah, maybe if you're not trying to scalp me. <laughs> well, I totally get that because I've actually been scalped on a couple of properties of my own. Oh. So, you know, what I'm looking for is I'm looking for that that perfect property that fits what we're doing because we only work with the type of properties that we can turn around and we can help other people with. So um, this property, we would be looking to pay you full price for it. So there's oh, there's no scalping going on here. We actually have a lot of our properties even if you're, let's say you're looking for 350 on your house, we'd be willing to pay you above that, maybe 375, somewhere in there, give you more than what you actually are looking for on that property, because it fits our criteria. And it would be a great opportunity for some of our, our clients that are looking for a place to stay. Sounds interesting. All right, there you go. And then you get it, yeah. get the meeting is what the whole goal is, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Build some trust and yeah. get them to where they're because they're, they're not going to sell to us unless they trust us and they know us and they feel like we're a good fit. We've well, they're not, they're not even going to let you in the door, right? Right. That's, that's, and well, we've I, actually had a lot of people, sorry. sorry to interrupt you. No, that's okay. We've had a lot of people that we have bought their properties and they sold it to us for, one was 50000 less than they were getting offers from, from other cash investors. Because they and, liked you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, one of them, we showed up to their place 
And we were talking to them. They were an older couple. They didn't have any family around to help them. And so what we did was we offered, we brought our kids in and we spent a weekend just helping them move their boxes wow. out of their house. And so they could go move into a retirement place. And they appreciated that so much that they're like, Hey, listen, we'd be willing to sell this to you for this much. And that nice. was $50,000 less than other people had been making offers to them. Mm-hmm. And bonus was you got to put your kids to work for free. Hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and when he says we helped them move, I, I need to say it, they were borderline hoarders. So <laughs> it was no small feat. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys are hopefully you bought the kids an ice cream after that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, they got pizza and, and, we actually got a lot of good trinkets out of it. When you help old people move, right? We got like old vinyls and a collection of, I mean, and that's what I got out of it. I got some good vinyl collection, <laughs> but it was the kids was got to, they were picking, yeah, yeah, they were picking things out and going, Hey, can we have this? And the old grandma, she was like, Oh yeah, go ahead, sweetie. Take, take whatever you want. And we were just, you know, it was like, it was a, nice it was a good service experience. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Awesome, you guys. Well, thank you very much for painting the picture a little bit about how that works. So, Paula, I'm just thinking, geez, if you're sending out 12,000 postcards a month, that's hundreds of these leads coming back to you. You must have dialed in that skip tracing process pretty darn well. Uh, It was fun. Like you said, we hired a private detective to kind of help us figure out how to do it, how to use the Google search bar to kind of hone in just into what I was looking for, but I did. And there were a couple of times I did end up down a rabbit hole when I found out all about their family and grandma's funeral and oh, all this geez, good stuff. Yeah. But it was Facebook. Fun. She'd Facebook get into people's great. Facebook yeah. and Instagram stories. And yeah, it, it, it makes sense. That's where everybody is these days. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You guys. So fast forward to today. Well, you're in Brazil right now, so that's kind of cool. But what what is the active side of your real estate investing business? What are you guys are you still doing flips? Are you wholesaling? Mm-hmm. You doing buy yes. and hold? What what are your focuses these days? We're doing everything. We're we're actually what we call a boutique investing agency. Okay. So we're doing we're doing multiple deals a month where we're actually bringing these guys we're bringing multiple deals in and closing multiple deals. So, and they're all types. We we do wholesales, we do flips, we do it, buy and holds. It depends on what fits the property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite focuses right now is we're getting into a lot of the, we've done multifamilies and we've done some apartment buildings and we're getting into hotels, resorts, but Airbnbs, Airbnbs, they're so much fun for us because mm-hmm. we can take a regular property and we can go into whatever area it is. And Paula, because she is Paula, <laughs> she does this research that figures out exactly whether or not this would be a good property in whatever part of the country, if what what the nightly rates are going to be, what we're going to get for yearly returns, the occupancy, all that. She analyzes all that. We have a whole management team that comes in and puts together if this is one of our strategies, right, we can buy the property and then we convert it into an Airbnb property. We put the locks on, we put the cameras, the noise meters, everything. We go into an area and we put 10 to 20 of these in one area because we have entire cleaning crews and maintenance people that our management team, they've hired and they've trained. They use an inventory system, everything that is consistent. It's like a micro hotel. Nice. And that's why... 
you'll hear a lot of people saying that Airbnbs are going away or it's struggling or you're going to have problems. That's for your individual person that has one Airbnb property and they're going to get restrictions from the city or the county and they're going to get shut down or because they just don't run a good tight ship. We have dozens of these properties all over the country and we're actually expanding. That's why we're in Brazil is to find these properties in Brazil, other places around the world to buy hotels and beachfront properties and convert them into Airbnbs. Ah, very cool. Yeah. Got some clients that are doing that in Curacao. Yeah. So that, that they, they found a little rundown old resort and they've got a group of investors together and bought it and converted it yep. into luxury Airbnbs. And yeah, I think they're, they're having a blast. So you guys, I know you've also got, you work with other mom and pop real estate investors mm-hmm. who are looking for some help with generating leads around, you know, g- generating property leads, motivated sellers, et cetera. Tell me a little bit about how that works. That's a great area because once we learned how to close multiple deals, people started asking us to help them out. So that's when we turned our focus to helping other investors. The first thing that we do for them is like you mentioned before, the first thing we do for them is generate a steady stream of motivated seller leads. And it doesn't have to be 12,000 a month, but it has to be steady, consistent. It has to be a, a large number because, and a lot of those are going to be garbage leads. They're going to be people that are just kicking the tires or some people call us crooks. And, you know, we've run into all of it before, but we've learned to just very quickly move through those and identify the people, the sellers that best fit our profile of what we want to work with. And then we build a relationship with that seller to give them the most value. Mm -hmm. So that's our first step when we start working with anybody is that we provided steady stream of leads. We get those from different places. We've done Facebook leads. We've done mailers. We've done door hangers. We've done, we've even done the, the signs. The, yeah, we've done the signs. As a, yeah. We've done the signs. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Walks, yeah, by walks the, the streets. By them. Yeah. yeah right. So the, the main thing is that it's not about what you do. Like the secret isn't that I do Facebook ads better than everybody else. The secret is, is you've got to mix all those together. We do text blasts, ringless voicemails. We do all these different strategies and we do them at once. That's that's how we move to closing one deal a year to closing, you know, five or six deals a month. Yeah. Well, and the second piece of that is where my team comes in the back office, because we learned very quickly when we started out for us to do multiple deals a month. We needed more than just he and I (laughs) working, Uh, because if we're working one deal, then the marketing fell off. And if we're working the marketing, then the back end was falling off. And that's where my team comes in to companion with that and make sure that the due diligence is getting done and the numbers are being ran and and the contracts being put together to make sure everybody stays on track and stays flowing. Yeah. So you guys, if I understand correctly, you kind of dialed this in for yourselves, for your personal real estate investing business. And then you started doing this as a service for other real estate investors, right? Because you already had the processes in place. You had the teams in place, you know, you can yeah. help somebody out in completely different markets. It, it doesn't, mm-hmm. there's no skin off your back kind of thing. So yeah, that's very, very cool. Well, you know what? I'm sure there are a bunch of people here. that are going, Hey, I wouldn't mind having all these leads coming in and motivated sellers and talking to people and, and getting things lined up. So if they're curious about this, how can they find out more about Jay and Paula Algren and, and what you guys do? You know what? The best way is to, you can get a hold of us at, Info at fortunefirepro.com. 
but the best way really is book a call with us, like mm-hmm. get a one-on-one call. That's kind of our, our freebie that we wanted to offer to everybody today yeah. is we'll do a free, we call it a discovery call or a breakthrough call because we'll analyze their business and we'll actually work on deals with them. That's a, that's what we do different. I don't like to just coach and give them some theory to go figure out, read, read chapter 35 or rich dad, poor dad. I don't do that. Yeah, But we're the best in the world at just, we'll come in and we'll create some deals for you that you didn't know were there that other investors can't do. And we'll help you get some deals out of maybe all those garbage leads that fell apart. You know, I can, I can slap them on the hand and let them know that they shouldn't have thrown those postcards away. <laughs> we can, all right. So if, if people want to book a call, where can they go to do that? We can actually send a link for one, just our, to our calendar. They can pick a time that works for them. And that calendar link you can put in the in the notes in the description. or the comments. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. We'll do that. Well, you guys, thanks so much for sharing a little bit of your backstory and your experience and what's worked and what hasn't worked and how you've, you know, scaled up this process to where you got it really dialed in for yourselves and for other people. I think that's fantastic. And keep up the good work. I, I look forward to hearing what comes out of your experience in Brazil as well. That's great. Awesome. All right. Come down and join us on the beach. We'll have some fun. That sounds great. All right, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book, right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.